0: Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. But hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to speak uh, to us this morning, um, just from a passage of scripture that's, um, that's jumped out to me. I've been studying a few Bible characters. We're going to be going to a new collection of talks, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Um, this, is a, this is a message that's kind of been on me. Church, I want to I say thanks. We were on holidays this week. Um, just thanks for your encouragement. And um, you know, a few weeks ago we were we were we, we were at the decision where you make the decision. well, we go on holiday? We had the we had the deposit paid, and it was it was super cheap because we booked it during the pandemic. We booked it. Victoria booked it during the pandemic, and uh, we whatever. Um, you all know that anyway. Um, booked the holiday, and a few weeks ago it was kind of like The house price is completely mental. Maybe we could use the money to buy something for the house, and uh, we just looked at it and goes, "Now nah, let's just do this." and um, so um, I had all these people walk, all these Spaniards walk up to me and Victoria was like, Andy, how does people look? think you're an angel? Why does everyone think you're so holy? And I said, like, hey, Victoria, you just got to get a thing. I mean, the fact is they thought they saw an angel because it was so white. <laughs> That's just a wee joke. Um, that's just a wee joke, having a bit of crack there. Well, I was the whitest boy in Spain, but the kids are good fun, and uh, I feel, I feel re energized. I feel, I feel good. I mean, everyone's asking me, do you have a great holiday? A holiday with a five year old and a three year old is not a holiday. <laughs> that is a whole hand on that right there. So, we were at a zoo every single day. That's the challenge of the thing, and we were at the water park every single day. I was down 405,000 slides and all the, all the rest, but it was a good time, and I feel refreshed, and I'm excited to share God's word today. There we go. So, hey, we're going to speak from Matthew chapter 5. And this is what it says. The words are also going to be on the screen behind me. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got onto one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. Somebody say Simon. There we go. Going to be important. And asked him to put out a little from the shore, put the boat out from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from that boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, somebody say, Simon, Simon. put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish, fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon, there we go, Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. I want to repeat that. Go away from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. There we go. Then Jesus said to don't be afraid. <laughs> These are going good this morning, whole church. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up to the shore, left everything, and followed him. Somebody say, followed him. followed him. So God, we just pray right now, God, that you would speak to us this morning as we're listening to this message. I pray, God, that we've already read your word. So God, you've already maybe spoken to someone anyway. And God, I thank you for the Bible this morning. I thank you you have a plan and you have a purpose for every single person on planet earth. And you just have your will in these next few moments. In Jesus' name and we all said Amen. Amen. Simon, let's have a conversation about Simon. We look at this Bible verse, and it's one of the Gospels. And the Gospels are incredible. It's recorded at different times. This one story where it's called, titled in an NIV version, Jesus Calls His First Disciples. And we look at this story in Simon. But I, I've been studying into Simon's life. I've been reading what some theologians have said about him, been talking about him. And the, the truth is, there is so much more in the Bible than we just read in the text. And I know that there's always more to the story than just the headlines, right? So we, looked at, we look at Simon's life, and we, we read the story, and we kind of get a snapshot of this thing. We, we, get the, we get the version of, hey, Jesus walks up the water, sees a lot of boys washing their nets, says to them, hey, boys, throw the old boats back a wee bit there, and um, have an hour we go, and they just do it. Well, the truth is there's a lot more going on in the story than just that. How many of us know this? In life, there's always more going on in the story than when we meet someone on a Sunday morning, and we say, how's your wake, and we all say, it's great. How many of us know that it's not always great? How many of us knows it's been amazing? How was your holiday? Amazing. I know, that, like, it was unbelievable how well we got to know the zoo. We'd come in the corner and Judah would be telling the people, come on this way guys, the penguins are up here. This way here. Oh no, this way here, the lion's in this one. I'm like, are you serious? I love the zoo. I'll never be in a zoo again. Kidding. There's always more going on in the story, and, 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 and theologians have studied into this, and what they actually reckon is, and I've been watching a bit of a documentary about it as well, and um, getting a little bit maybe obsessed about this, this guy, Simon, a little bit, and studied into Jesus' disciples, and maybe that's where we're going to go, church, in these next few weeks, but hey-ho, we'll see what God has in store for us. Is that all good? I think so, too. Uh, Simon was a guy who went out to fish out of necessity. So this evening he's fishing. The disciples would often fish at night because of the weather, and it was, it was colder at night and more calmer. Their nets would have been less damaged during the night and all with the sunshine and that stuff. So that was kind of common enough. But what we really go back a little bit is the context of who Simon was. And Simon was just a bloke just like me and you. He was just a person like you and I, common tradesman. Fishing man was a common trade in that culture, normal to go guy. Nothing special, nothing supernatural, a fisherman. Anyone else relate to that? I mean, sometimes we've got this thing where we say we're just something. I want to tell you this morning that you're not just anything. You are exactly what you are. And God has designed you the way you are for such a time as this. Would you agree with me this morning? We have a thing in our culture where we all often to say in the Northwest, hey, I'm just a, I'm just a. Hey, you're not just anything. Simon was not just a fisherman. He was a fisherman. yes who God had a plan and a purpose for, just like he does me and you. But theologians reckon that this guy, Simon, was in a financial difficulty. And actually, one of the guys pursuing him for the money that he owed the government was a guy called Matthew, who was a hated tax collector. But guess what, Church, we read Matthew as one of Jesus' disciples, so, you look at that story and you go, okay, even before, this, before Jesus is called the, te, the, 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 the disciples, well, here's the bottom line. You have Simon, who we already know has just been called. Matthew's not really called yet. He's not, not on the scene yet. But po- p- prior to this event of being called, the two guys hated each other. So, Matthew's chasing this guy, Simon, for money. Uh, the, the government's after him, and, and, and to paraphrase this story, and you have a guy who's really out fishing out of desperation, He is facing jail. He's probably going to be doing time. Uh, he's, He's got a family at home. He's going to lose his family home. He's going to lose his inheritance. He's going to lose his money. He's going to lose his family. And he's probably going to do jail, maybe even death. So this guy isn't fishing just for the crack. It's not cocaine, you people from England. You can get someone else to explain that to you after a cup of tea and coffee. Explain the word crack. We'll be here all day. So you've got this guy who is not just fishing for fun, there we go, um, he is fishing out of pure need. This fish, this, this fishing, this evening's fishing is his life dependent. It is everything. This guy is going to go broke, he's going to go to jail, he's going to lose his family, he's going go to go his home, he's going to go everything. So he's desperate. But we read this story and it looks so simple because you just read it and you go, Jesus walks on the beach... Jesus, guys, having a bit, of, a bit of fishing thing goes, hey, boys, what's what is that? Throw the nets out again. He says, yes. There's a lot more going on in the story than just he says, yes. How many of us agree this morning there's a lot more going on in our lives than people just read of our snapshot in life? Yes. Is it just me this morning? Fantastic. We're all being honest this morning. How many of us know that, hey, we just get a snapshot. We all get a snapshot of each other's lives. Yes. It looks easier for everyone else and harder for us. That's just me. Hey, it looks whatever. The grass is always greener, or say, it's just. But but the truth is, even if it looks bad or looks good or regardless, there's always more going on in their lives than meets the eye. Agreed. So the facts are, there's a lot more going on in these Bible stories than we just read in the text. Good. We're having some communication this morning. This is great. So you've got this guy who is fishing in necessity. He's going to go bankrupt. There's a government after him. This guy called Matthews, a tax collector, and things aren't good. And then Jesus rocks up and goes, "Hey, hang on a minute here." I think Jesus was so strategic in choosing his disciples. It was amazing. Jesus is a game changer. Hey, Jesus can ch- change lives. In this Bible, he changed lives yesterday, and he's changing lives today. Jesus is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life. He rocks up, and he goes, hey, Simon, throw your nets in another time. I'm sure Simon already has heard about Jesus. Scholar says he knew about him. He was aware of his teaching. It was all above. He knew what was going on. I would sure he's probably going to himself, are you serious? The last thing I needed was a preacher. Um bankrupt, I have no money, I got the boys, we went out fishing for the night, we thought we were going to get a catch, and hey sir, the last thing I need to hear is you babbling on there about throwing them nets back into the water, as a matter of fact, the text tells us that they were washing their nets, because they were getting the salt out of the nets, because the salt would have ruined the nets, so the job was done, they'd finished, so the whole thing was read up, they were ready to go home, and then this boy rocks up, who's some kind of preacher boy, who's claiming to be the Messiah, and they're like, bro, are you having a laugh, but here's the game changer this is what Simon does. Simon answered, Master, we've worked all night, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Story goes on. they leave down the nets. Boom, boom. Huge catch. So big, they can't even hold the boats. In fact, Studies show and develop, and some of these uh, uh, guys in Scripture that I've been studying, some of the books I've been reading, he will read in it, but the facts are this, because what actually happens is Simon immediately comes down, and this is the only thing that Jesus asks him. It says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, this is all Jesus asks, this is all Jesus requires of him. This is all that Jesus says. Matthew goes, okay, sir, what do I do now? Jesus says this, follow me. Simple as that. Matthew, Matthew records it like that. Luke's talking about Simon replying to Jesus saying, okay, I'm gone. He's left the fish. Here's what happens. The, 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 the students that have studied this in depth, and way more depth than I have, and I've just got the privilege of reading their books, say that it settled his debt and even more than he owed the government back. And that was instrumental in the trigger in Matthew's conversion. it was instrumental in the other people in the community. How many people know this that your life is impacting your community more than you realize? Just me? How many of us this morning understand that your own journey, your story that is not just a story, it's a story that God has per- designed and made purposely for you is impacting way more people than you could ever dream of or imagine. Did you know that people are watching your life? People watching you, they're looking at how you're reacting, they're looking at how, what you're doing in your life, they are, they, are, they are looking to you. For example, hey, if you are in here this day, today and you are a G- Jesus follower, people are looking at how you live. It's just the way it is. And if you're in here today and you are a Jesus follower, this message is to remind you that this whole journey is a simple gospel. And this is the one requirement, follow Jesus. So we got the story there. This guy's in debt, goes out fishing, doesn't catch anything, brings in a huge catch, sees the miracle of God out of divine desperation. If you are in a place this Sunday, this weekend, this week, or whenever you're listening to this message of completely desperation, well, you're not on your own. And it's okay to reach out and ask Jesus for help if you know someone that is desperate and you're believing for them and with them, hey, could it be that that miracle that they need is the moment in life where they realize that Jesus Christ is Lord? This miracle was Simon's Turning point to go. Yes, Jesus, you are the Messiah. You're not the preacher that I was a little bit rude about a little second ago. You're not the holy guy who's just rocked up after. Hey, I'm really frustrated with not a catch. I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to throw the net back in. And guess what? I see the miracle and I am convinced that you are the Messiah. And guess what, Jesus? I'm going to follow you. But there's a few things that I just want to draw out of this story. Could have give us the context. The story moves on, and Jesus then starts doing his ministry with his disciples. Miracles happen, and the church is born. New Testament, and it blows your mind. Read it for yourself. But the bottom line is this, right? There is people listening this morning. And there's all different types of people in this room listening to this message. It's just the way it is. We're all different. Anyone agree? We're all different. Anyone agree that that's okay? Perfectly. It is good that we are all different. Just saying. But we're on the journey with this Jesus thing, and we're we we kind of there's some of us in this room this morning that you know what you need to do. There's going to come a moment in your time where, just like me, in 2008, I I, I got invited to a church just like this, and I'd always thought about this Jesus, like Simon did. I always thought that this whole thing was just like another another thing about religion, or another thing about this, or or whatever. Seriously, I don't really need that. Like, I mean, whatever. Um, but, there, but there came a moment in time where Jesus started to speak into my life, and there's people listening to this message right now, and Jesus is on your case. You've been on a journey with Jesus. It's in your psyche. It's in your mindset. You've been coming to church for a while. You've been whatever, but you haven't fully crossed the line to follow Jesus. No one's really speaking, because we're on a journey. I, too, was that guy. I sat there, kind of sweaty hands, going... And there came one time where there's a line where I had to draw of going like, am I going to sit any longer in this fence, or am I just going to step in and follow him? And the thing that I really love about this story, when I studied in depth about this guy Simon, and I realized how real, and and I use words like normal, like me, or whatever that may look like for you, and I, I see how he was a bloke, I see how he was a fisherman, I see how he was, and, and I see how... There just came a moment in time where Jesus had been on his case. He was Jesus had come to his town before that. Simon would have known of Jesus. This wasn't just the first time he met him. He had heard about the the, the guy coming. They were expecting something. And and I don't know about you, but for for, for for if you're anything like me, I was always expecting like a flash of light. I was expecting like a sign. I was expecting the, I don't know what I was expecting. I was like you know I mean like what is it going to like I mean. Is the foil going to split? I mean, I I was expecting, like, you know, the lights in the sky and a flash moment. It wasn't like that for me. And it's really not like that for pretty much the whole lot of us. But the turning point comes where I decide to go, am I going to go take a step in faith and go, I'm just going to go out, I'm going to come back to Matthew chapter 4, and I'm going to just do this, God. You had one request. All you ask of me is this. Come. Follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left their nets and followed him. And I want to tell you this morning that if you are in the area of going, hey, I have not got all my ducks in a row. I'm not ready to follow Jesus yet because I'm not perfect. Well, let me tell you, today's your day on another few moments. I'm going to give an opportunity to, to do that today, because it ain't about that. Jesus just wants you to follow Him. The way you are right now is exactly where Jesus wants you to be. Is that encouraging this morning? You don't have to change. You don't have to do. All you got to do is say, you know what? I'm going to follow you. Put your trust in Jesus today. Hey, you're thinking maybe that's a crazy thing to do. Maybe that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Listen, I'm going to tell you something now that Jesus is going to change your life forever, and you're never going to be the same again. He's got an exciting journey for you. He's got plans for you. He's got purposes for you. He just wants you to follow him. Is it going to be like a flashing light? Am I going to make you do a dance? Are you going to? No, no, no. But i telling you, it's going to bring you inner contentment. It's going to bring you a peace that passes understanding. It's going to give you a purpose you never knew you had. And not only that, it's going to give you eternal life as well. Following Jesus changed my life. It changed, people, changed people's lives in the Bible, and it's changing lives today. yes. But the truth is, we have a thought process that we have to get ourselves right. We have to get ourselves perfect. We've got to have our ducks in a row. The bank balance has got to be right. Da-da-da-da-da. We've got to be single. We've got to be in a relationship. We've got, to be in a... We've got to be this. We've got to be that. Jesus just wants me and you the way we are. This lifts all the pressure off, the, the fear off, the anxiety off. Hey, you are then a follower of Jesus, and you have not. Things just haven't been the great, best week. It ain't been the best six months, hey, Andy. It ain't been the best last 10 years. Bank balance, the situation, the relationship, the mental health, the struggle is real. I know. But more importantly, Jesus knows. I'm fed up with church, Andy. They didn't treat me well, Andy. Well, let me tell you something now. Go again and study the New Testament. And you understand how people were treated back then. People hurt people. That's just the way it is. We're people, and hurt people hurt people. And that's what I'm understanding. Even side note: rest is a good thing, Hills Church. If there's one commandment Andy Gamble has no ball or breaking, it's the Sabbath. Follow me. That ministers have no problem working too much. And there is something about being at rest in ourselves, but more importantly, with God. But you're a Christian, you've been walking this thing with God, and the answers haven't really got, I haven't really got the full net, the things, whatever. Here's all Jesus is to you today. Follow me. Follow me. simple. Take the weight off. Take the stuff off. But Andy, I've screwed up. And a bit of Andy, you don't know my story. You're right. I really don't know your story. Because this is what I do know? There's a whole lot going on more in your story than I see. But guess what? Jesus sees. And Jesus is a forgiving God. God forgives Christians. He forgives people. He is a forgiven God. And really, all that Jesus has come to tell you today is, hey, I've rocked up to the shore, and I'm saying to you today is, get your net. I know you've fished all night. I know you've been on a journey. It might be a week. It might be a month. It might be a year. And it might be years. But guess what? All I want you to do is follow me. And when you simply put your trust when you put your re-ignition in me. I think this Sunday is a re for Christians in this house. Would you agree with me this morning? I think you're here this morning and this message is from God. It ain't an Andy Gamble message. This is a message from God. I, I don't think this is a fancy message. I'm not trying to claim that I know everything because I can tell you I definitely don't know everything, but I can tell you this much that God has sent to you this morning, get back and fire for him. Let's start believing for the miracles that we once saw. Let's start getting back on track. Let's start going to our friends and saying, hey, you want to come to church? Let's say, hey, I'm not ashamed to be a Christian. Hey, I'm proud to be a Christian. Christianity is not boring. This is the most exciting life I've ever lived. And I'm getting back because guess what, Jesus? I'm going to follow you. This is profoundly simple. The gospel was never meant to be complicated. If you're carrying a bag of anxiety today, guess what? All you have to do is come to the altar and go, God, I want to follow you. And the altar is not a altar. It is a spiritual thing. Come before God. It's not about coming to a building or a place. It's about coming to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Jesus Christ is not dead. He's alive, and He's got a plan and purpose for you. He just wants me and you to follow Him. And when I come to Jesus with my net of my stuff and my anxiety, my fear, my worry, my doubt, my shame, my guilt, my concern... My 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 family member who needs an, an act of God, my my friend who needs a miracle, the person in the street, the the someone. I take that weight off because it's not mine to carry. But I want to follow God. You see, Matthew, the tax collector. This is so exciting, Hall's church, because. If you're here for the first time, or you're listening to this message, you just found us somewhere online in the podcast, we're, we're not embarrassed to say that we're a church plant. We are three years old as a church plant. That's it. It's early, early, early days. We're not planning no major attack, but we are planning is consistency. Consistency. We're here every Sunday. Yeah? Hills Church has been an incredible three years, right? Yes? yes? But equally speaking, we've just been here for three years. God's called Victoria and I to lead this church, and we have not a clue entirely, all we're doing. Do we get everything right? Absolutely not. there's some things about this church you won't like, 100% guarantee there will be. And probably right now you're wondering, why the heck do you have to have a torch to get to your seat this morning? I have no idea why. It's out of my control. Apologies of the lights. But I really don't care. If you came here this morning and you don't like these lights and you don't want to come back because of it, Well, do you know what? God bless you. Get a drive through McDonald's. It's up in Crescent Link. Genuinely, I don't care. Sorry, I didn't meet your standards or whatever. What I really do care about is that you would leave here the day going, I need to bring a torch next Sunday. They're on your phone, aren't they? Just saying. But. I'm going to follow Jesus. You would leave here today going, "I ah, me, the church is more I, I, I got stuff here." You would leave today going, "You know, we do not need to apologize, whole church, for the fact that I'm being real. We're a church plant. There's two different things: there's planting a tree. Hey, we've got things we've got to take our time on. We do not want to go ahead of God. We want to walk in His time. But guess what? We're not waiting for. We're not waiting on acting and seeing God move and change people's lives. Yes." We're not apologizing that God can move in a moment. God can get a bunch of blokes that knew nothing. They were a bunch of broken lads on the side of a beach that had banked debt, they had shame, they had guilt, they had maybe been facing prison, they had a tax collector, the whole place loved. Did you realize that there's going to be people in this church right now that you really don't get on with? There's going to be people in this church, Hills church, that we don't really like. I know I like everybody and everybody likes me. You know, build a bridge. It's just not the way it is. We're human beings. That's a message for another day. Not human doings. Like Matthew's a tax collector. He hit. He's the guy that's hunting this guy down for the money. And a couple of verses later, he's now one of the disciples following Jesus to hell's Church. God has so much for this church. Would you believe that? It is going to be incredible, Hills Church. I cannot wait for 10 years' time to look back. But guess what, Hills Church? I'm going to enjoy the day, man. We do not want to be saying, we don't want to be a group of people going, we talk about the good old days back then. Or you know what? We're excited about the good old days down there. We want to be going, this is the good old days. This is the best days in the, in the world. Right here, right now. Would you agree with me? It is good to be alive. Would you agree with me? God is good. There is so much to be thankful for. I'm going to come back to my holiday. I'm not going to focus on the fact that every day we were meant to walk around a zoo. The two of us looked at each other and went, are you serious? The lion again. But daddy, it's moved, it's moved. God was really good to us, though. It wasn't too warm. It was just really nice. The weather was perfect. But the pools were not freezing. They were freezing her. As is me in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that was me I should like a geriatric you know. I come back I'm blessed man it was a great time away we got to go on a family holiday how amazing is that God is so good I got two incredible kids I have an amazing woman I have health in my body I've got, bo- I've got breath in my lungs I have the spirit of God in me and here's what I want to tell you this morning, Hills Church. We're closing this message off. Simple message, I know, but profound also. The gospel is alive in the Scripture. Would you believe? Would you agree with that with me? The Bible changes lives. Would you agree with that with me? It changed lives then, but guess what? More important, it's changing lives now. So you're here this morning, you've made mistakes, you've got things wrong, you've dropped the ball, you've you've, you've not got it all right, the ducks aren't all in the row, things haven't went the way you thought it was going to go, and the story goes on. But you bring this back to one simple thing, and you know it better than me, Mr. Ferris, follow me. Simple as that. There's There's people in this room today, and you're following Jesus, you know what, there's people listening to this message, you're following Jesus longer than I'm alive. And this message is as much for you as it is for the person this morning sitting in the row that has never said yes to Jesus yet. This person is for you this morning. If you're a person that's going to face one of the worst weeks of your life, he is for you as well. Hey, you've got this wrong. You've dropped the ball. You are called by God. You're chosen for such a time as this. You You were out this weekend and you were in a group of people because God had you there for a reason. You're going to work tomorrow, not just for the crack. You're going there because God has you there for a plan and a purpose. Your job's not the worst place in the world. You know what? When you flip your mentality and look at things this way, it changes my perspective and it changes yours and it changes ours. And it empowers me to go, you know what? Life isn't always the way it is, looks like. It's, there's a lot more going on in all of our lives struggles, challenges, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? God is good. And He's got a plan and a purpose for me. And exactly where I am right now is exactly where God wants me to be. God is good. There's a lot more going on in the story that meets the eye. I got tomorrow to face too. There's stuff going on in all of our lives. We've got things, things, one thing, thing. The list goes on. But when I bring this all back down to the bottom line, follow Jesus. Band, come up, please. I'm going to close today's message. Follow Jesus me follow me follow me follow me has this helped anybody this morning yeah follow me so who are you this morning what's your story uh, maybe that's just a reminder message for you hey this is a. This are, for anybody that's in here could you agree this is encouraging this morning yeah God, God did you hear this morning and hey I was joking about lights in a minute ago and whatever but God has God has plans and purpose for your life he's got his hand on you There's says people in this room this morning has been distracted though by the weight and the wear of life you have been God's just reminding you today that you just got to follow Him. People on here, and you're doing great, you have an amazing week, life's powerful all together. God's just reminding you, follow Him. Don't get your eyes on the world, keep your eyes on His Word. Because He's the one that's sorting all that stuff out. There's people in here this morning, you've got doubts, you've worries, you've shames, you've guilt, you've shames and stuff, you've got everything else going on, you've got a week ahead of you that you know what, you really cannot face on your own. But guess what? That is exactly the way you need to see it because you can't face it on your own. Because guess what all you got to do? Is follow him. There's people here this morning and you've been walking with God. You've been walking with this church thing for a long time. You've been thinking of this religion thing for a long time or thinking of this Jesus thing for a long time and the hands are sweaty. Today is the day We just got to go, guess what? I'm going to follow him. So whoever you are in these different genres, and I haven't mentioned them all, every single one of us, if we can just get a reignite of this thing that we learned this morning from a simple guy called Simon, that there's a lot more going on in all of our lives, but guess what? That is okay. All we gotta do is follow him. And Jesus is here today because he simply wants you to follow him. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11am at the Waterside Theatre and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?